0: Welcome to Discovering the Jewish Jesus. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts. And for the next half hour, Rabbi Schneider will be explaining the blessing of Israel. A lot of people believe that God has forgotten or even replaced his chosen people with the church. But is that really what the Bible says? We'll discover that answer today as Rabbi Schneider investigates the scriptures. This message is a continuation of our series on how Jesus completes biblical Judaism. And if you wanna take some notes on Rabbi Schneider's engaging study of the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, you can download his study guide online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. There is a lot to cover today, so let's get started. Israel
1: was saved in the Tanakh or the Old Testament in the same way that believers are saved today in the New Testament. In other words, the gospel was revealed in its primitive form in the Hebrew Bible, in the pages of the Tanakh or the Old Testament. We began to look at this by showing that even as God chooses his people today upon the earth, not from amongst Jews only, but from amongst every tribe, people, and nation, so too, Father God also sovereignly chose Israel in the Tanakh. The Lord said to Israel, you alone have I chosen to be a people for myself out of all the peoples in the face of the earth. In the same way today, the scripture tells us in the book of Ephesians that we were chosen in Messiah before the foundation of the world in Father's love. And then we looked at the fact that Israel was saved. Once they were chosen, they were able to enter into the salvation experience through the medium of Through the vehicle of faith. Faith is living and it's active. You see, when God appeared to Abraham and spoke to him and appeared to him in the book of Bereshit, in the book of Genesis, that ignited within Abraham faith. When God shows up, his spirit fills those hearts to whom he's speaking to and they automatically have faith well up within them. So God chooses his people, and then he comes to those that he's chosen, and when he speaks to them, whether it be through intuition, through the written word, through a dream, and whatever means he chooses to, when he reveals himself, faith springs up. And then when we act on that faith, we enter in to the salvation experience. Moses, for example, had faith that God would be with him, and he was able to begin to walk forward and lead Israel out of bondage. Moses said to the Lord, unless you go with me, I will not go. And the Lord spoke to Moses and said, I will be with you. And as a result of that, Moses believed, and he began to move forward and led Israel into freedom. So once again, God came to Moses. He sovereignly chose him. He appeared to him at the burning bush. As a result of that experience and the Lord's continual dealing in Moses' life, faith emerged in Moses so that he was able to act. And in the same way, beloved, today, God sovereignly chose at some point in your life to reveal to you that Jesus was the way to him. You believed. You began to take action. You began to read the scriptures. You began to go to church. You began to pray. You began to become obedient and all those things that brought you into a deeper relationship with God. And then we saw that God loves us, He chose us, He gave us faith, but we also learned that because of our sin, a blood sacrifice is required. We looked in the Torah in Leviticus 17, verse 11, and we read that, "'The life of the flesh is in the blood, saith the Lord, "'and I've given it to you on the altar "'to make an atonement for your soul, "'for it's the blood, by reason of its life, "'that makes atonement.'" And so we studied last time how Israel was saved each year. They were forgiven of their sins through the blood sacrifice that took place each year at their highest holy day called Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, when the high priest would enter into the Holy of Holies in the tabernacle and then the temple. He would pour the blood of the bull and the goat on top of the Ark of the Covenant. And when the Lord saw the blood each year, he forgave his people, because the blood symbolized that a life was given, that an innocent animal had died in the place of the guilty. And the Lord accepted that as a means of atonement for Israel, because that innocent animal, beloved ones, symbolized Yeshua. It's like a credit card that you use. You go to the store, purchase something on your credit card. Your credit card has no real value, but the merchant accepts it because he knows that real payment is coming. In the same way the Lord accepted those sacrifices in the Torah and in the time before Jesus, because he knew that those sacrifices represented Jesus, that real payment in the person of Yeshua was coming. And so once again, we looked at God's sovereignty in relationship to election. We looked at how he comes to those he has chosen and instilled faith in their heart, that then we act on that faith that brings us into the salvation experience. Then we looked at the blood covering as the means of atonement. And then I ended talking about the principle of a mediator. Many people say that I don't need a mediator. I don't need Jesus. I go directly to God. It's just God and I. But the fact is that when we study the Hebrew scriptures, beloved ones, when we study the Torah, we find there that there's always been the principle of a mediator. Moses interceded for Israel. Moses was Israel's mediator. And then we have the priests. The Lord chose the Levites to be able to minister sacrifices in the temple on behalf of the children of Israel. Each individual Israelite was not able to offer their own sacrifices to the Lord, but rather, beloved one, they had to bring their sacrifice to the priest who offered up the sacrifice on their behalf. So do you see how the Old and New Testaments and the plan of salvation between the Old and New Testaments fits together like a hand in a glove. The plan of salvation was revealed once again in its primitive form in the pages of the Tanakh, the Old Testament Scriptures. It finds its fulfillment in the person of Yeshua in the Brich Shah, the New Testament or the New Covenant Scriptures. I want to conclude with this final principle in relationship to the plan of salvation by looking at the role of the Jewish people or the Israelites. We have within Christendom today, in many circles, a huge misunderstanding and a very dangerous misunderstanding where many Christians have assumed that because Israel as a nation in general rejected Jesus and still does not believe in him, that God has forsaken Israel. They believe that the promises, many Gentiles believe that although Israel was at one time chosen, although God did choose them, we read in the Hebrew Bible, many Christians believe that because the Jewish people of Jesus' day, by and large, as a nation, the religious leaders rejected Yeshua, many Christians are taught that the promises that once belonged to Israel because of their rejection of Yeshua, have been taken away from Israel and that these promises now have been given to New Testament believers. that Israel no longer holds a special role in terms of a chosen people on the earth. And I want to tell you, beloved, there could be nothing farther from the truth. In fact, Paul states it so clearly Point blank in the book of Romans in relationship to Israel, he says, even though they have rejected Yeshua, he said, the gift and call of God and their life is irrevocable. They still have a special role to play. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring you back to the beginning. I'm going to show you the, the chosenness of Israel. And then after we develop this theme of the chosenness of Israel, I'm going to show you how Israel still plays a very unique and special role in the plan of salvation and in the history of the kingdom of God. So praise God, let's just pray. Father God, we just pray that you'll give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, and that Father God, you'll help me to make this clear so all your people understand and can pray for the salvation of the Jewish people as they come to learn how important Jewish people are in relationship to the end times and the return of Jesus. Can you say amen with me? Amen and amen.
0: You're listening to Discovering the Jewish Jesus, and Rabbi will be right back. If you're looking to better equip yourself in your study, pursuit, and growth in Jesus the Messiah, be sure to go online and explore our treasury of Messianic content. You'll find Messianic teaching tools and videos, information about God's seven annual feasts, the Hebrew names, titles of God, and so much more. This content is ready and available for you today online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. To become a blessing in someone's life today, get in touch to partner with us. Our mission is to prepare the world for Jesus' return. And your financial gift is channeled directly toward this worthy cause. Take your first step today by calling 800-777-7835. That's 800-777-7835. Or visit us at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. Your contribution will equip others for Messiah's return. And now here is Rabbi Schneider with the rest of today's message.
1: Now, I'm gonna go back to the first book in the Bible, the book of Beresheet, the book of beginnings, and we're gonna read about the call of Abraham. I'm going now to the book of Genesis, chapter number 12. I'm gonna begin there in verse number one. Hear the word of God. Now the Lord, this is God's personal name here. Now the Lord, yod heh vav oftentimes pronounced, with such reverence, a breathy Yahweh. The Lord said, this is my memorial name forever. Now the Lord said to Abram, go forth from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great. And so you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you and the one who curses you, I will curse And in you, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. So we read that all the nations of the earth shall be blessed through Abraham. I want you to hear, we need to honor the uniqueness of the Jewish people. That's why the Lord said, I'll bless those that bless you and curse those that curse you. They're a chosen people. Jesus came to us through the Jewish people. The Lord says, don't be arrogant against the Jewish people because your salvation's foundation comes to you through them. Beloved, it's the same way with our parents. Don't we wanna honor our parents for giving us birth? In the same way, we always wanna honor the Jewish people because it's through them that the writings of Scripture came to us, that Messiah came to us, that the apostles were Jews, right? So we wanna honor the favor of God upon the Jewish people because they have become a blessing to the entire church. It's through them that we've come to a knowledge of God. Remember Paul, who went to all these different Gentile nations, which launched the church amongst the Gentiles. Paul was a Jew. So we want to understand from the beginning, the Jewish people have played a special role in the kingdom of God. Once again, when God speaks, because of God's creative power, because of the life in his spirit, when he speaks, man's heart is ignited. This is why the scripture says, in the day of God's power, man is made willing. In other words, when God pours his life out on somebody, the person who receives his life because God has poured it out on him automatically comes to life. They spring forth faith. Remember, Jesus said to Lazarus, Come forth. And what did Lazarus do? He came forth because when God speaks, Humanity comes to attention. It's the nature of the relationship between creator God and his creation. So God appeared to Abraham. He spoke to Abraham. So Abraham had faith ignited in him. You have faith, beloved, because God has revealed himself to you. You may not realize it. You may think, well, I never had Jesus appear to me in my bedroom. I never encountered God at a burning bush. I never had some kind of experience where my whole room was filled with angels or light. Beloved, The very fact that you believe is because of the fact that God has given you divine intuition in your heart to know that he loves you, to know that he's alive, and to put your faith in his son knowing that his sacrifice paid the penalty for your sin. Even though you may have never had a spectacular experience when you compare it to others, that does not mean, beloved one that you have not had an encounter with the Lord. It's just that sometimes his encounters are more subtle. He appeared to Abraham, he spoke to Abraham, but in the same way, everyone that truly believes, believes because God has made himself known to that individual. But I want you to know, some of you may have not had that kind of an experience, but you go back to perhaps when you were seven or eight years old and you were in church one day and you just believed because you believe that God loved you. You believe that you're precious to Him. You put your faith in Jesus with the heart of a child. That experience is just as powerful, if not more so sometimes, than the dramatic testimony. So don't discount, beloved, the supernatural relationship that God has with you. And so let's continue on. Genesis 17, we're moving forward. Verse five and six. The Lord had appeared to Abram and was speaking to him here. He said, "No longer." shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham. For I've made you the father of a multitude of nations. I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings will come forth from you. So once again, what we're seeing here is the fact that the Jewish people are the foundation of the salvation that has come to the entire world. Remember, the Lord said to Abraham, the Lord said to Abraham, Abraham, in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Well, this verse is quoted in the book of Galatians by Paul in reference to Jesus. Paul lifts up Yeshua and he says to the entire church, this Yeshua is the fulfillment of the promise that God made to Abraham. Paul is saying that when God said to Abraham, Abraham, in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, Paul said in Galatians, the seed that God was referring to there in Genesis is Yeshua. So we need to get in alignment now with the fact that God has used the Israelites, he's used the Jewish people in a very special way in all our lives. We want to honor them, and even more so, we're going to be seeing how they still play a key role in the world today. Think about it. So many people in the church today, they think, oh, the Jews don't believe in Jesus. You know, the Jews have been forsaken by God. The promises that once belonged to the Jews now belong to us. Some people, unfortunately, even believe that Jewish people are under a curse for rejecting Jesus. But let me ask you, beloved, can you still see the divine hand of God upon the Jewish people today? Look at all the Jewish doctors, look at all the Jewish bankers, look at all the Jewish people that have made great breakthroughs in the fields of science and medicine. Look at the number of Jewish people that are leading figures in entertainment. In other words, the impact that the Jewish people have had upon the earth is unexplainable because there's such a small proportion of the world's population One-fifth of one percent of the world's population are Jewish people. Yet look at the amount of Nobel Prizes they've won. Look at the amount of medical breakthroughs that have been discovered by them. Look at the amount of scientific discoveries that they've been responsible for. It's amazing. The leading names in almost any field are Jewish people. How do you explain it? Because there's a special favor upon them, even still. Even those that have rejected Jesus, the hand of God is still on their life in a special way. Now, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Jesus said to the Jewish people, unless you believe that I am He, you'll die in your sins. I'm not talking in reference to salvation, but I'm talking about the Jewish people are a marked people and beloved ones, they still play a supernatural role in the future of the church. And it's important for you and I to understand what their role is. Because when we understand what the role of the Jewish people is in time going forward, it's gonna bring us into the flow of God's Spirit and God's gonna use it and bring divine energy into our life for being in alignment with Him in this particular area. Let me read for you from the book of Isaiah, chapter 49, verse six. Listen to what the Lord says to the prophet Isaiah, 49.6. Is it too small a thing that you should be my servants to raise up the tribes of Jacob? and restore the preserved ones of Israel. Listen to this. I will also make you a light of the nations so that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. And in this present time, God is raising up Jewish believers like myself and a few others right now to reach the ends of the earth with the message of the Gospel. The Jewish people are playing a unique role in these end times that are leading up to Yeshua Mashiach's return. And I want to thank you, beloved, for supporting this ministry and supporting what we're doing. As you bless Israel, beloved, when in your heart the Lord said He's gonna bless you. Remember He said to Abraham, I will bless those that bless you and I will curse those that curse you. I want to thank you for standing with me today. I want to thank you for standing with discovering the Jewish Jesus, most of all, beloved, thank you for standing with the purposes of God in Jesus' name. I bless you today in the name of the Lord. Shalom, shalom, and shalom.
0: You're listening to the straightforward and authentic Bible teaching of Rabbi Schneider, and this is Discovering the Jewish Jesus. And there's more from Rabbi coming up in just a moment, so make sure to stick around. Over the next couple days, we'll focus our attention on the topic of how Jesus completes biblical Judaism. In this study, we'll specifically look at Israel and her relationship to the end times. It's bound to be a fascinating discussion, and we love knowing that people around the world are beginning to understand. And God's plan for the future as they share their testimonies and their stories with us. And did you know that we can provide online study tools to enhance these daily programs? To go deeper into each and every one, make sure to check out our Messianic content section that's available at Discovering the Jewish Jesus. This daily program and all the online resources, they're free for you and to anyone who comes our way, but they're not free to us. So if God is nudging you to support this ministry, your contributions will truly make a difference in building his kingdom. Rabbi?
1: God bless you, beloved one. You know what? I never decided that I was going to be a pastor or a messianic rabbi. My ministry is simply an overflow of my own walk with God. In fact, when I did decide to pursue biblical education, the biggest thing that I was desiring was to get a hold of God for myself. And what happened is the Lord raised me up because my overflow has become the ministry to you. In other words, my ministry is an overflow of my own walk with God. But now that the Lord has raised me up to preach the gospel all over the world, I need your financial help because without you, beloved ones, I can't do it. I want you to know when you sow into this ministry become a partner with us, you're gonna have a reward for all the souls that are being changed through this ministry. So if the Holy Spirit's leading you, I just encourage you be obedient immediately and you're gonna be blessed for it when Jesus returns. Thank you and Shalom.
0: It's simple to get in touch with us. You can call this number 800-777-7835. And that number once again is 800-777-7835 or you can sign up to become a monthly partner online at discoveringthejewishjesus.com. And as our way of saying thanks for your personal gift, we'll send you Rabbi's latest newsletter. It'll give you an insider's look on what's happening at Discovering the Jewish Jesus. Plus, we'll give you Rabbi's message of the month, which is designed to equip and encourage you. Now, if you're like me, you've given special names or nicknames to the people you love. Did you realize that God has a wide variety of names That help us deepen our love for Him too? Well, Rabbi wrote a brand new book on this topic And it's titled to know him by name. At the core of his book, Rabbi digs into the Hebrew Bible to give us an amazing glimpse of the coming Messiah who would one day restore his people. And he shows us how to have a more intimate and personal relationship with God. We believe you'll love to know him by name and it's available right now when you go to discoveringthejewishjesus.com. That's Discovering the Jewish Jesus Or you can ask for your copy when you call 888-MY-RABBI. And no program would be complete without a proper send-off. So here's Rabbi Schneider with a blessing. In
1: the Old Testament book of Numbers, we find a blessing God speaks over his children through Moses and Aaron. It carries the idea of favor and expression. Open your heart to the Spirit and the Word today and receive Father's goodness into your life with confidence. Ja wa Yahweh Jaweh Yair Yahweh mache cha Ja Yahweh and the Lord give you, beloved one, his peace. God bless you, and shalom.
0: Let our prayer team pray for you. We lift up every individual request before the Lord. Submit your prayer request or testimony at DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com. That's DiscoveringTheJewishJesus.com. You can also connect with us on your social media outlets to stay up to date on the content you love. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and subscribe on YouTube. I'm your host, Dustin Roberts, and Discovering the Jewish Jesus is a production of Shalom Ministries. Be sure to join us tomorrow when Rabbi Schneider discusses the details regarding Israel and the end times. That's Friday on Discovering the Jewish Jesus.